Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today on this talk. This is Unapol Unapologetically Reggie and I am Reggio Sam. I hope you are all doing well. Um, it's been a couple of nice days, hasn't it? It's been quite nice. You know, I've got a blue sky right in front of me, slight wind, you know, slight breeze. I feel like I'm um, the weather lady right now. But today what I am talking about is a story that a lady has been through. And I'm going to share her story on here. Um, if you don't know, I share stories from, um, I guess, other ladies, what they've been through with their in-laws or traumatic events that they've been through to help them to release it. Um, once they listen to this, they'll know that this is their story and it'll be a way for them to just release what has gone on. Um, remember, every time you hold something negative inside of you, what happens is you suppress that emotion and it can cause health problems as well as so many other things. Um, so, as always, I keep everybody anonymous. I do not share who they are because we've got to respect everyone, right? Um, and let's get started. I'm going to read the story. I'm going to give you my um, thoughts as well. So um, uh, I've been married for nearly three years and it's been quite the dumpy start for us as a married couple. From the day we landed from our honeymoon, straight after our wedding, things began to just go downhill. Uh, from not feeling welcome to my mill doing, so mill is mother-in-law, okay? Um, to my mill doing pretty things, sorry, doing petty things to upset me. For example, I didn't enjoy the wedding, this isn't right, etc. I'm generally, generally an outspoken person and says it how it is, but in my own case, for the first time, I was emotionally and mentally torn. Towards the end of it all, I was having panic attacks and all sorts. Oh my god, that is the worst, right? Um, there wasn't a night, there wasn't a night go by where, sorry, there wasn't a night go by I didn't cry myself to sleep. I just simply couldn't understand why they all treated me this way. Why can't we be a happy family? Although we were living together, everything was separate. We ate, cooked, sat separately to the point we had to st start shopping for ourselves. They would never involve me with anything, didn't visit families that called us for roti, so for food, um, and never did they make an effort with my family. It took my parents a year to organise roti with them, to organise food with them. Um, so when she says roti, it's literally you have a little gathering, you cook, you get together, you know, probably to celebrate the moment, right? That they've, that everyone, you know, that the couple's gotten married. Um, and um, so it took took my parents a year to organise roti with them. Even then, they showed up hours late for no apparent reason. Oh my god, that was really bad. That is really bad, sorry. And in brackets, she's put, I was there in the house with them waiting. LOL. Financially, they were adding a lot of pressure on my partner too, which didn't bother me as families should work together. But they left us in a position where we are struggling for the basics. Oh my God. See, that I don't understand, right? So I'm just going to pause it there, right? What I do not understand is 
if your son gets married and he gets married to a person who he loves, he's, you know, chosen his own girl. When I say that, you know, people still do love marriages, which are fine. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm guessing this is a love marriage. And if he's chosen the lady that he wants to be with, you know, and you've happily gone ahead with the engagement, the, you know, preparations for the wedding, why on earth are you causing problems for them now? Why on earth are you saying, okay, we need money for this, 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 and this, that they're in a position for struggling for the basics, yet you expect them um, to do their own food shopping as well? Because if, it, if she's saying that it's got to that, that point of, okay, we're sitting separately, we're cooking separately, we have to buy our own food separately, you know, then surely, you know, they've been put in a position where they've been made to feel this way and now, you know, husband's being asked, okay, pay for this or do this or we need money for whatever it is and they're struggling for the basics. I mean, come on, you know, that's not fair. What I do not understand is, right, this is what I don't understand. The parents have been through getting married. They were once at that stage. So what were they like with their in-laws? Did they have bad, um, like, so did her mother-in-law have a bad mother-in-law? Like, was her husband's mother a pain in the backside? Was she? If she was, then she should learn from it, right? You'd think you'd learn from it. You would think, like, okay, when my son gets married, I am no way going to be like that. I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to accept and allow her to come in. But then the other side is maybe because she got treated like crap by her mother-in-law, she's thinking, well, why should I let my future daughter-in-law have a happy life in this home? I went through crap, so she's going to go through crap, right? Here's the thing. You can break the cycle if you choose to, okay? If you choose to break the cycle, you can. What I worry about are ladies who um, who have a bad upbringing, who learn a lot of things from their mums, for example. They learn that, yeah, you can treat. So say, for example, let's rewind. Um, let, me, let me get it all out. What's in my mind? Let me get it all out. So I'm thinking this, right? So say, for example, myself. Now, I've got a daughter. Now, if I show my daughter that, and let's hypothetically speak now, okay, I've got a son, um, and now he's going to get married. Now, I show my daughter, you know what, it's perfectly fine to mistreat another woman that comes into your life, right? It's perfectly fine to do this. It's perfectly fine to cause her uh, troubles, to make her cry, to mentally, emotionally abuse her, to put down your brother, and to do all this stuff. My daughter is going to go away thinking, okay, that's perfectly fine, okay, this is fine, okay, mum's doing it, dad's not speaking up, my brother can't do anything, it's fine, it's a form of control, that's the only way they'll get, they'll listen to me, right? So when my daughter grows up, she's going to think, right, okay, mummy did it, I'm going to do it, right? Do you guys get, do you, do you guys get this, where I'm, where I'm coming from, what I'm saying? So it takes one person to stop it, you need to understand, like, how can you even see another person cry how can you watch another person cry this is what i don't understand how can you watch another person feel so down or oh, she's got anxiety when you have anxiety that's the worst thing she's probably stuttering when she's speaking to you her hands are probably shaking she's probably breaking out in sweats you know and this is fine you're living with this it's fine you expect your son to deal with it i mean what the hell 
I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why this is happening. You know, for a person to go through um, anxiety and you've caused that anxiety to happen, for a person to go through that and you've caused it, you should be ashamed of yourself. You really should. You really should. And for you to put financial pressures on your son, so then your son and the daughter-in-law cannot buy the basic needs, you know, they cannot go out and just enjoy themselves, go for a meal because you're so concerned about where your son's money goes, I mean, you should be ashamed of yourself, you really should, but anyway, oh my god, can, can you guys hear, like, my passion, I get so annoyed by this, I really do, because I just think, you also went through it, okay, you also went through being a daughter-in-law, you know, you went through it all. Okay, so let's get back to it. So, um, uh, I thought I was helpful, sorry, I thought I was helpful, uh, but all I seemed to do was pay off outstanding wedding expenses and household bills. What? What? I thought I was, oh, sorry, I thought I was helping but all I seemed to do was pay off outstanding wedding expenses and household bills. What the hell? Why wedding expenses? I mean, as far as I know, um, you know, my side got paid, my husband's side got paid, and that's it. That's it. I didn't I didn't do any payback for, you know, covering his side of payments. Um, so uh, thinking I'm helping the family. So she thought she was helping by paying them off, right? So I admit my partner was naive. If you can call it that, he trusted his family and clo with closed eyes. And you know what? I don't blame him, okay? Because the thing is, here's the thing. When you get married, right? When you get married and um, your parents say, okay, I need help with this, or I need help with that, or, you know, we need money to pay off the outstanding um, bills from the wedding, or we need money for household bills. Yeah, okay, the son, your husband, he's never gotten married before, right? He doesn't know that his parents could do this. He doesn't know that his family can turn to, I don't know, like, a, a crappy side, like, you know, they, they've got another streak in them. He doesn't know that. So he's going to have his eyes closed for a bit. He will. Up until you actually point it out and say, okay, listen, I feel like as if something isn't right here. You know, I feel like something isn't right. And, um, you know, we need to kind of sit down and look at what's going on. Until you do that, he's going to forever have his eyes closed, right? So um, it did create, so back to the story, okay? It did create a drift between us as a couple but at the end of the day, we spoke about it and shared our feelings um, to resolve the matter. And that's, that's amazing. Communication is key. So I tried my best to adjust thinking um, every family works differently when it comes to finances and house stuff, etc. And they do. They do work differently. But, you know, to put you in a position where you can't even get the basics, I'm sorry, that's wrong. Um, but eventually, no one was speaking to me. And I continued to question myself, what did I do wrong? I kept hiding it from my family, didn't want to hurt them. Looking back, I should have used that shoulder to cry on. See, here's the thing. Oh my god. Okay, here's the thing. So, ah, oh, seriously, guys, right? Oh my god, seriously. 
So I'm I'm reading this and I'm I've got all sorts of thoughts in my mind. So here's the thing: when you go through problems with your in-laws, what happens is you think, okay, I don't want to talk about it with them, you know, to my own family because I don't want to upset them. But the other thing is you're also without realizing or are realizing that you know what I do not want to um. I don't want to show my family that my in-laws are being this way. I want to show my family that my in-laws are fine and I get on with my in-laws and that me and my husband's fine as well. But the other thing is, is when you start hiding it um, and you're hiding how you're feeling, your, your, your family will pick up on it anyway. But the other thing is, if you don't share it with your family, your family are going to be there to listen. That's right. But your family can easily turn their back as well on your husband. Well, not turn the back, but slightly turn the back and get really annoyed with him for not sticking up for you because obviously he's made the vows to look after you, to protect you, to be your to be your backbone, to be your side, to be your front, literally, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of things I kept away, a lot of things I didn't talk about because, you know, I just thought it's just going to cause problems and knowing my mum, well, my mum, she's a hot-headed person, she really is, okay? So let's get on with the story. Um, there had been two to three, um, two or three sit-downs as a family, um, as this continued, and they all drove to the same, to the, so the sit, to the same thing outcome, so to the same outcome, till one and a half years later, I was so emotionally moved, I decided to let everything go, and I moved back home with my parents, oh my god, with or without my husband, isn't it so sad that it has to get to this? Oh my god, and again, Again, I wish, honestly guys, I wish I could just shake the life out of these, <laughs> out of these people and slap them and say, listen, wake up, look at what you're doing to your son, to the, to the wife, you know, oh my god, it's so sad that it gets to this, so, um, um, uh, I've always been a strong character and to lose myself like that was killing me, I was always on edge, always blaming myself. To start, um, to starting impacting my physically, so it started to impact her physically, um, and at work. At this stage, my husband was fully aware of his family having changed, um, and that they don't treat me well, and in support, moved out with me. So he moved out with her because he was fully aware that they had changed. Despite this being a hundred percent his decision, obviously the daughter-in-law gets to blame. Yes, they do. They always get the blame. Um, I honestly hadn't even thought he'd come with me um, being a man of pride, etc. But it's really nice that he did go with you because he should go with you. He should stand by you. Now, a lot of people probably will, um, might be against me actually saying this, but I feel like the man should stay with you. He should stand by you. He made his vows, okay? Those vows are not just a little pinky promise. You know, it's not a little pinky promise. It's vows that you make in front of God. You know, I, I really, really am strong on if you do vows, you stick by them, okay? I literally take marriage to the point of it's two souls in one. That's how I see it. Um, and some people might think, oh my God, that's a bit extreme, Reggie, you know, <laughs> but it's not. I don't see it as extreme. I don't. Okay, so as things were pretty much heated, we both didn't see um, or speak to in-laws. A couple of months later, my parents got involved and questioned and sit and um, sat down to resolve matters. 
and sadly despite the time passing everyone lost their cool and things were said which no one will easily forget. My parents decided to leave the house that day within a matter of minutes and nothing was resolved. How bad is that? To think before you actually get married you've done your engagement you've met up a couple of times probably with the in-laws everyone's been hi how you doing oh i like that outfit i love what you're wearing or did you watch that program or you know which um i don't know which temple do you go to you know what's your favorite food to now this to now hating each other oh my god okay so um Humiliation my parents had to live with that day still sits with me. I was just horrified. Months went on and I saw how it affected my husband. He was so torn, sorry, he was torn, so I pushed him to start talking to them again. Could see it was killing him and thought a high by relationship might help him. Now a year down the line after we found a house, they speak to him very well and it's civil with me if they bump into me. I've really struggled to keep that engagement with them. So much has happened and they never addressed it and suddenly acting normal. Looking back, I realised I went in thinking I'd be their daughter and not their daughter-in-law and unfortunately there is a difference. There really is. There are so many people out there and, okay, if you follow me on Instagram, if you don't, it's Reggio San. Um, I will have it down in the information for this video. Well, sorry, not this video, this talk. Um... So many comments I receive from ladies who are not even married and they'll say, well, I'll go there and I'll be their daughter. You know, I'll be the daughter. I won't be a daughter-in-law. I'll be the daughter. And I'm thinking, okay, get married and see how it is. Not everyone's marriage is the same. And I'm not saying everyone is going to be labelled bad. But in most cases, there are so many marriages out there, so many women out there who are treated like a really bad person and they are the daughter-in-law. It does not matter if they clean, if they cook, if they massage the feet, if they do whatever, you know, whatever good they're being told, like, you know what? however you are at home be like that in your in-laws house it does not matter for some reason they get so much backlash okay and this lady right here clearly got that um so yeah she so looking back I realized I went in thinking I'd be like their daughter not the daughter-in-law and unfortunately unfortunately there is a difference I won't get all the answers I want but everyone from in-laws cutting me off left left matters feeling raw since um in hope I hope in time I'll learn not to get annoyed frustrated upset I'm just an ordinary girl who wanted an ordinary life with her in-laws now I know once we move into our house they'll come and visit but as it stands they won't step a foot into my parents house call it pride or ego it still stings and it will it will because the thing is your parents went there in the hopes of resolving things your parents went there in the hopes of seeing okay let's get down to the matter let's try and solve it let's try and you know be on good terms let's solve it but they didn't want to do that and you not having answers for why they do not like you you not having answers for you know why were they not accepting you you know why did they just stop talking to you why did they treat your husband that way why you know personally what I would say is don't look for answers okay 
don't look for answers, don't ask for answers, as long as you and your husband's happy, and you can release this from you though, okay, so when you release it from you, it's not the matter of you saying, okay, I've released it, and I'm going to be good with them, no, it's not, it's literally you've released it in order for your soul to be happy, in order for you to be happy, in order for you to be content with your husband, in order for you to be content in your life, okay? Remember, that is your home. Your home matters, okay? Your home matters. That is your home. Your home is the place where you can, you know, be yourself, okay? Don't let them come and destroy your home. Um, so she ends it with any suggestions of either helping the matter or what would you do in this case? Sorry for the long essay. And it's fine. Listen, anybody who writes to me and even if it's, oh my God, it's half an hour long, I am ready to read because this is a way for you to release it. Once you listen to this and once you hear it, you know, you'll know that this is your story and it is being released. Okay. You are releasing this from you. You want to let this go from you. So um, any suggestions of either helping the matter? So um, it's kind of difficult, right? You've already tried to do a high and by relationship. All of a sudden they're being nice. Um, what I would do is I would just um, set boundaries and don't fall for the, um, oh, your house looks really nice, you know, oh, where did you get this from? Or should we go out and go and eat? I personally would not fall for that just because you've not got answers you've no idea what you did wrong okay you've got no idea something clearly did, did not sit with them right um they probably don't like um if you are a strong independent woman if you are head focused you know what you want you know they probably did not like any of that so what I would do is, is just focus on releasing anything that's there, negative, and come to peace with what has actually happened. Forgive them, okay? Forgive them. Try your best to forgive them. Um, when you forgive them, it's just so then you can grow and you can carry on with your life. But obviously, set the boundaries there so you're not going to let them come near to you or get close to you. Your husband's hurt. He will be hurt because that's his family. His family's done that. And he never expected his family to do that. I don't think any guy expects their family to do that, okay? So just be there for him, listen to him. But I don't know if your husband would be up for it as well. Writing letters out to them and writing down his emotions, burn the paper, it'll help him to release it as well. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for writing to me. And guys, you know what? I wish there was like... A little section on this talk, you know, on the podcast where we can just, you know, communicate back and forth and you guys could tell me your thoughts as well. But if you're following me on Instagram and you've listened to this, please reach out to me, tell me what you think um, of this. And it's so sad. I'm so sorry that you've had to go through this. I really am. And again, I do my videos for a reason on Instagram about in-laws, marriages, relationships, because um, it's real what happens. It's not, you know, something that I'm making up. It's not something that's, you know, just happened a few times. It's something that continuously happens and really needs to stop. But guys, I'm going to end this talk here. This is Raji Osan. Thank you for listening. And I will be back with another talk. Have a lovely day.